You ready for my vocal warm-ups? Do it, do it, John. Let's hear it. Ooh, 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 ah, ee, ooh, ah, ooh, ooh, ah, ooh, You can't tell because it is his audio. An attractive woman just walked by. And my face turned into a coyote. His eyes out of his head. He started hitting himself in the valley. Welcome to Brackets, the only show where we take a bunch of shit, face it off against another bunch of shit to see what the best shit really is. I'm your host, Cullen Jennings, and joining me today is John Abbott. Hey, it's me, it's John. Uh, man was the real monster all along. <laughs> and don't forget about Jesse Knowles. It's alive. It's a... Oh, it's dead again. Oh, oh God, no! That's so much better than mine. And Emmy-nominated creator of Metropolis and other stuff Greg's likes, <laughs> Greg L. Mercer. Hi, I'm Greg L. Mercer. <laughs> I fought to get Rotwang and uh, Dr. Tyrell on this list. Everybody else cut me off. They think I, I'm dumb and stupid. I like them. So if you but have problems I, with this like, list, blame them. I had to ask who they were. I, I don't, like them. I don't air my grievances on the show. I do. What? Entries I, I wanted. Well, it'd be cool if I could introduce anybody else. Come no, on, guys. too late. Uh, we've got a returning this week for an actual episode, Alex Jaffe. I hate that hedgehog. That's good. <laughs> That's good. There we go. It kind of sounds like I just played a Robotnik clip there and everything. <laughs> So, yes, we... the role of Alex Jaffe will be played by uh, recycled Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> clips exactly. from uh, the Saturday Morning Cartoon. There we go. All right. Well, this week we're going to be doing the 16 best mad scientists. So I'm going to jump right into it. We've got Rick Sanchez versus Dr. Wiley. Pearl, Pearl, Pearl Forrester versus, what is that? Nikola oh, Tesla versus, and Doc Brown versus Egon Spangler. Dr. Frankenstein versus Dexter. Baxter Stockman versus Lex Luthor. Rusty Venture versus Dr. Frank Inferter, Princess Bubblegum versus Bunsen Honeydew, and Pre- uh, Professor Farnsworth versus Dr. Eggman, which is our anime entry of the week. Um, I didn't roll for Hot Seat because I don't have my phone. Oh yeah, I totally forgot about that. Uh, I got y'all. So, uh, this is it. This is a live on air Hot Seat rolling, everybody. Let's see. Bracket reacts to Hot Seat picking. <laughs> Remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Right. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, guys. Check out our hey, Patreon. John, you're in the hot seat. Jesus, mother. John was in the hot seat last he's, time. Yeah, I think it's been two weeks we in a row. Do we want to institute a no... A two, yeah, two right. weeks, I think. Two weeks in a row means right. you're not. I, I don't like anything that tampers with pure well, randomness. It's been a while. <laughs> I'm in the hot seat. Oh, okay, okay. I like that. That sounds good to me. All right. So, in round one, we've got Rick Sanchez versus Dr. Wiley. Anyone care to take a stab at it? Uh, woof. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, Rick Sanchez is all about encompassing all these other guys, you know? Yeah. He's, he's the, yeah. uh, he's the mad scientist. He's the guy who's a commentary on all the other ones. He's, these guys are idiots and assholes. I'm the best and here's why. Uh, and he's kind of a complicated person. Like, there's definitely good things about Rick Sanchez, but he's mostly kind of false. Like, he's got a lot of shitty things happening. Has he like, ever made a robot, though? Yeah, he made that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. But so, like a good robot. Like oh, a robot you that, don't think that little robot that got him butter was a good like robot? Like a robot that means business. <laughs> oh, the little robot meant to get butter. Um, that was his whole thing. I feel like I'm going to be the only one who's pushing for Dr. Wiley. Understandably. So I'll just go ahead and get his whole story out of the way. Sure. Uh, he was the assistant to Dr. Light. They made a 
bunch of robots in service of basically community service robots. Uh, Light did some Wiley didn't like. Wiley broke off from Light, repurposed a bunch of them uh, to attack the city. Long story short, if you follow the Mega Man timeline, he ends up like fucking ruining the human race because of it. It's and they're called the Robot Masters. That's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Uh, Wiley's whole motivation is that he's just mad at his former partner. That's it. Like he's just a stupid, angry man. But that's an understand. That's a more human thing than like at least his goal is like I'm gonna take over. Yeah, but he has. He doesn't have anyone else. All he does is to try to ruin his former friend's life. It seems like a lot of work just to spite somebody. Yeah, when Rick is all about, he'd rather just get drunk and crash something. Rick's got a lot of yeah. I mean, he's 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 a nihilist with a lot of hedonist impulses. Mm -hmm. Yes, one gets the impression that he may have had a Doctor Wiley phase some (laughs) while ago and is now well past it. He's outgrown that sort of ambitious. I don't know if he's grown in the right direction, but. Uh, he hasn't destroyed the human race yet. He had to just go to a different yeah, world. That's true. That's true. He just uh, went to a different yeah, timeline. Yeah, he did destroy the human yeah. race. <laughs> yeah. um, I, you know, I'm going to be a Wiley vote because I know, I, I am 100% confident Sanchez is going to take this. Uh, we have had Rick Sanchez on the show personally. Oh, that's yep. true. For we Best have. Sci-Fi Weapon, we had Justin Roiland, who wow. is the voice of Rick Sanchez. Um, so I'm going to vote for Rick Sanchez <laughs> because I'm a brown noser. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't want to disappoint Greg but I'm always going to go for Cronenberg monsters over robots. Uh, yeah, I get that. So I mean, that's that's a Rick vote. I go for robots over Cronenberg monsters, but still. Uh, yeah, uh, seal the seal that up. That's a Rick Sanchez vote for me, John. Uh, I really want to give one to Doctor Wiley, but I can't. I'm a Rick Sanchez that's, vote. That's a hunt. That's okay. Rick is the better character. Right. That's that's an easy round one. And Rick Sanchez knocks out Dr. Wiley four to one. We got Pearl Forrester versus Nikolai Tesla. Uh, so Pearl Forrester is the mother of Dr. Forrester on Mystery Science Theater mm-hmm. 3000, a mad scientist in her own right, uh, devoted to. There's an ice cream. Yep, we have an ice cream in. truck out here. So sort of the mad it's scientist alive. of Los Angeles. Right. Uh, Pearl Forrester is the mother of Dr. Forrester. She is a mad scientist in her own right. Tortures Mike. It was Mike by that point. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, makes him watch bad movies. The uh, worst I, we can find. I knew Pearl Forrester before I knew Dr. Forrester. Yeah? Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I started... So you started... Like, yeah, I started yeah, yeah, with yeah. Mike and went back to George. Yeah, I prefer Pearl. I, like, Mr. I, Science Theater fans, like, love Dr. Forrester and TV's Frank, which, understandably... Sure. But, like... But when Pearl Pearl gets Bobo and Brain Guy, mm-hmm. Bobo and Brain Guy, Brain Guy is the guy with the bald, white, pasty man with the yeah. hood, right? Yeah. He's played by Bill Corbett, who's the voice of a uh, crow. Yes. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Uh, and Bill uh, Bobo and Brain Guy like rule, and like they, <laughs> and having this like I don't know, having this like condescending, angry mom character makes so much sense with the robot with the robots and Mike mm-hmm. because they're all just kids, like they're just sure. kids, like constantly they need to be kept in line and yeah uh, one yeah, of these had an earthquake machine, but there's not a car named after Pearl Forrester. That's true. Tesla. Yeah. Can I possibly yeah. say something sacrilegious? Absolutely not. Um, I well, too bad. I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> um, I've been really getting into uh, riff tracks lately. Yeah. Uh, okay. The the stuff that uh, the later cast of Mystery Science Theater does on their own, where they do the audio tracks for popular movies, mm-hmm. and uh, comparing them with the uh, old Mystery Science Theaters. That sci-fi framing 
training device didn't really add much to it. Like, if you take that away, it's still just I as good. I definitely didn't watch Mystery Science Theater for that, for that framing. Right. I did. I did, too. I was full. Yeah. For, yeah, for me, yeah. me, the Pearl segments are like, just get to the movie already. I, uh, I, I just, she represented everything I was like, didn't want to watch that doesn't mean she's not show. a fun character. So that the skits weren't always winners, that's for sure. Well, not but every I think, Mystery Science Theater well, that, yeah, thousand skit was winners. Uh, yeah. But I think that the... Like, the Satellite of Love is just this real fun, hangoutable place. I would have never caught on to Mystery Science Theater had it not been for the setup and the wow. setting. Because as a kid watching it, I was interested because of the robot puppets and the cool handmade yeah, way everything looked like. Sets. That's what sold Grand. me really? on the show. No, I was 100%. I just saw that there were people making fun of a bad movie on TV, and I grew up on that, watching that Saturday mornings with my dad. And, like, I, I mean, if... Uh, I don't know. Like the skits aren't bad. They're definitely not a bad part of Mystery Science Theater. But, but if you're not used to them, so uh, but like Tesla, Tesla's like right. Tesla's like the hip. He's a real, real scientist. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah that, like, that's a good thing to point out. List. He's a human being. Uh, Tesla is sort of history's underdog that we've sort of come around to in the 21st century. He was shunned for a long ass time. He was yes, played he was. by David Bowie that's in true. The Prestige. That's, yes, he was. He was indeed. Was that David Bowie's last film role? I think I, it was. I mean, uh, depends on what you can. Consider a film role. Um, it, Tesla went up against Edison in the fight for to basically give electricity to the world. Uh, Edison was alternating current. Tesla was direct current. Is that right? Everybody's know. just kind of yeah. shrugging. Who gives no, a Tesla shit? Tesla was alternating current. Okay, there you go. Um, and Edison basically one quote-unquote sort of he was the one who provided electricity to a majority of the planet but used a lot of underhanded tactics to make that happen um far more of a businessman where tesla was far more of a scientist tesla famously supposedly worked on a death ray um that's cool mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's he's sort of become like a, a thing like like steampunk and he's just something that shows up in a lot of settings uh and is a little played he, out he feels like and this is by no fault Tesla, but he feels like people latch onto him in order to prove that they're smarter than. Well, here's the fact of the matter: Tesla coils are cool. They That's are. Very they true. truly are. Tesla coils. Yeah. Are, coils I think are Tesla really cool. cars are cool. Uh, that new no one doesn't with... have a grill. I have no problem That's with awesome. anything with Tesla. It's nuts. Uh, Jesse, I need a vote. Oh yeah, you do, don't you? Uh, yeah, I'm a I'm a Pearl Forester vote. Pearl Forester. I'm going Pearl as well. Uh, I love Pearl. I'm Tesla. I just think that a real scientist, a real mad scientist deserves a spot <laughs> yeah, in the uh, quarterfinal. Again, one of these made an earthquake machine. <laughs> yeah. I am I am in on the earthquake machine. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Tesla boy. John, yeah. it is down to you. Also, one of the best jokes on the new Harmon, the Dan Harmon show on that episode with uh, with Thomas Edison oh, that's is that's a, good a really good Tesla joke. So, yeah, Dan Harmon has a show where Nikki, he, he called him. people from the past to the future, and he, he takes Thomas Edison for a ride in the car. He goes, what do they call this thing? He's like, it's, oh, it's a Tesla. Um, <laughs> it's very upset. <laughs> so I was considering making, it was, it was a tougher decision than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was considering making a very uh, long way like this is why I'm picking this. I'm sorry I'm not picking this, but instead I'll just say, "Drink it up, haters." I'm voting for Pearl Forrester. <laughs> oh, God damn it. I, don't, I don't know if there's any haters. This is the there. worst show. Why do I keep coming? <laughs> Uh, Pearl Forrester knocks out Nikola, Nikola Tesla, three to two. Doc Brown versus Egon Spangler. Ooh, so two really stars. good, yeah, like 80, lighthearted 80s sci-fi movies. 
movies. Yeah. Oh, man. I, um, let me ask you guys something. Have it, like, the last time I saw anything to do with Back to the Future, I kind of just feel like Doc Brown makes me, like, sad now. There's something... No there's, there's way, a, I love Doc Brown. There's a quality about that character that makes me think, oh, no, I don't know what it is. But <laughs> That it, man has been through a lot of stuff. It feels like he has had a really horrible life that the movie doesn't ever really touch <laughs> always on. He's trying his hardest. Well, he, he only gets a happy on ending. bleeding edge. He gets a happy like his ending. entire life is one long panic. But, but, but his happy ending really is that. that he ends up in the Wild West. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah, like that. That's that's Doc Brown's happy ending. He doesn't even end up in the future or in the modern day. He's just I want to live with some horses and some trains. I'm cool with this. No, I got me a his, lady. No, I, his happy ending is that he flies a train through time. Yeah, sure. I, I mean, I guess Egon Spangler, however, created a holding device for evil ass spirits. Let me ask you something. It is something I'm gonna be diving into more with some of these other entries, but like. I feel like we're pushing the envelope here on mad scientists. Like, I feel like Egon Spangler is actually a very practical human being. Sure, but he was doing exactly what Doc Brown was doing. Something that he was messing but with. But Doc Brown like, at least has that unhinged quality. I mean, they built proton packs. Yeah, they built ghost guns. Yeah, Come they on. built ghost guns that also were basically nuclear reactors. Uh, and we... the only way to stop the, <laughs> the giant thing they were fighting was to set off a nuclear reaction. Would you you say that Ray Stance is more of a mad scientist than Egon Spengler? You know, maybe, maybe a little bit. He's more on the belief of ghost on that level than it is necessarily the the builder. So, uh, let's mean, let's go to the classic standby. Who'd you rather kiss? Egon. Egon. Exactly. That's what I think so too. No way. One. I'd rather. I definitely rather kiss Doc. Oh, uh, Egon's got the hair. I don't know if Doc Brown brushes his teeth. Doc Brown needs a kiss. <laughs> he doesn't. He's in the past now. It don't matter. Uh, yeah, they ain't got toothbrushes. Yeah, he's Spengler. He's got Janine Melnitz. Yeah. Yeah. Janine rules. Um. I. You don't have to worry about Egon. He's he's he's, he's doing fine. Well, Janine. Look, fun. Janine didn't end up with Egon. Everybody. She ended I up with Rick. A lot harder to travel through time than to catch ghosts. Well. Yeah. I I love Doc Brown. I love Egon. Um, I love them for different reasons. But like out of out of respect for Harold Remus, I got to vote Egon. Easy Egon vote. This isn't like he built a trap to contain spirits that we didn't even know existed. You know. I'm swinging over to Doc Brown because okay. I would rather meet him and go t- travel through time than meet Egon and have to face the reality that ghosts are real. Yeah. Oh, I'd absolutely Plus, meet Egon uh, and meet the ghosts. I didn't consider that. But he has a trap. You're good. Hey, sometimes other if I get to hang out with Egon and hang out with some ghosts. Yeah, done. But so like, I don't need to like, go travel through if time. You, you get slimed every yeah, day on the job there, the like of John Belushi. I, okay, <laughs> so 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 you'd rather go in time, touch one thing, screw it up, yes. and ruin it. Not everything. my problem. Yeah, not yeah. my problem. Alex, <laughs> where is your? I, I want to go back and see what I change, and then go back again and just fuck with time forever. Oh, it's gonna god. be the best. Oh my god. Are you a Doc Brown vote? I'm definitely. Erase your own existence. It's 2-2. It's down to me. Um, Man, everybody's raised good points. And now, like, I don't want to do either of these. Because it (laughs) seems like so much work on both sides. Um, Like, I'm going to accidentally end up being my own grandpa or something. I don't want to do that. I don't want to have to fight ghosts because that changes all my perceptions about life. Anything you mess up with time travel, you just travel back and fix it. So, the one thing... It worked for Marty. Yeah, but I mean, look at, like... (laughs) He had to kiss his mom. There's a lot of dudes who 
end up stuck <laughs> in the time stream and stuff. <laughs> uh, what one thing we haven't brought up? I don't know if this influences anything. What about them new lady Ghostbusters? We don't know. It's uh, an unknown quantity at this point. Yeah, yeah we don't know enough. To, no, I think that gives it an edge in Doc Brown's favor because we know for a fact that uh, we're never going to see another Back to the Future. It's done. So it's, you're saying uh, so we know that? So uh, I they made, they yeah. made a Telltale made a Back to the Future sequel. Yeah. Like, the implication being that Egon is replaceable while Doc Brown is not. Is that exactly. Hmm. Wow. Well, one of them's dead. Uh, there and will be a Back to up. the Future reboot, and I would bet a lot of money on that. They gotta I go don't back think so. to the back I think, the I think it's untouchable. Uh, gosh, this is really tough. Um, I don't know. I will show you the picture of me as Egon Spangler as a, <laughs> as a kindergartner dressed up for Halloween. I, <laughs> I, I was at the movie theater on November whatever to watch the Back to the Future trilogy at, uh, when the day happened in 2015. You know there. what? I, I'm sorry... I think Doc Brown is a better mad scientist. I'm yeah, gonna go I, Doc exactly. Brown. That's fine. It's wrong, but it's fine. I'm uh, sorry. That's that's a tough one, everybody. I'll remember. I'll never show you that picture now. Uh, Doc Brown knocks out Egon Spangler three to two. You got Doctor Frankenstein versus Dexter. Okay, the of thing Dexter's about Doctor Frankenstein that I wanted know. to get off my chest for a while. Sure. Uh, have you read that book? I In was assigned that book. Yeah. Have you read that? Book? He spends that entire book trying to bone his sister. Yep. That is true. It was a different time. Yeah, but that's but that's most books. It was. So I guess yeah. this is a match of complicated relationships with your sister. <laughs> <laughs> um, one is gonna wreck all of your shit. So like again, Dexter definitely has like fits of madness. I think, but mostly he just wants to build like. Cool technology, cool big robots. Like, what's his name? Is the the man? Mandark, Mandark is more yeah. of the like going Mand- where Mandark where and Dexter are not. basically the same guy. Yeah. I I think only the only reason Dexter gets insane is because of I Mandark. think well like Mandark and, well, Mandark is an agent of chaos. Yeah. Whereas like Dexter is just like I want to build the best stuff, and it all ha- like I don't know. I I think Dexter has his moments yeah. of madness, but I think Dexter and Mandark occupy the same spot on the alignment chart. It's just that we sympathize with Dexter because it's Dexter's laboratory, not Mandark's laboratory. Sure. Uh, Dr. Frankenstein made a man. That's true. Not a dead man. Dexter ain't done that. Uh, I mean, it sounds to me like Dr. Frankenstein is the bigger mad scientist. I mean, he's trying uh, he's, to... He's, he's the trying progenitor. To he's, he's, he he's had, the guy. He had a great sidekick named Igor. He had Igor. <laughs> I, the, the cool thing about Frankenstein to me is that Mary Shelley was trapped in a house with two goddamn psychopaths and it was like, the only way I'm going to survive this summer retreat is by writing a book and avoiding both of you forever. One of which was her husband. Uh, the other of which was yes. Oscar Wilde. Uh, yes. So, yes, but Dexter also launched the career of Jendi Tartakovsky who gave us uh, Samurai Jack. Sure. And then sure. Clone Wars. And Dexter yeah, still and holds Wars. up. There's, there's, there's... Uh, but we got Frankenhold. We That's true, Mary Shelley's Frankenhold really good. Which is a beloved show. Criminally right? under. Yeah. Yes. Uh... Dexter got that like short-lived reboot that was really bad. It was. Really oh, that was bad. really bad. It was really bad. Was really but bad. don't pretend there hasn't been bad. The, the man, Frank, the, bad Frankenstein movie came out last year. Little, yep. little hey. fact: it, the, it wasn't even fun to watch. The man, yeah, I Frankenstein. Like yeah. people don't even make jokes about I Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah. The man who helmed the Dexter reboot is the man who went on to create Johnny Tess. <laughs> <laughs> 
in case you were curious. Uh, you know I was. The actual, the, feel... the sisters are based, the sisters on Johnny Test are based off of Dexter. I'm... So Can we just feel... call Johnny Test shitty Dexter? I think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of shitty Dexter. Uh, yeah. uh, Dr. Frankenstein, uh, I, I, I actually grew, instead of growing up on the regular Frankenstein story, I think I just watched Young Frankenstein over and over. Which rules. It's yeah, a great Young movie. Young Frankenstein's great. perfect. Uh, oh. Might be I mean, Mel Blanc's best movie. I Maybe. never understood why people think Young Frankenstein is Mel Brooks' best movie. Mostly because it's super funny and good and has Gene Wilder <laughs> in it and is a perfect film. Um, you're forgetting the existence of Robin Hood Men in Tights. It's not as good. Sorry. <sighs> No, I, I, Robin, Robin Hood Men in Tights is the best Robin Hood movie and uh, the best wrong. Mel Brooks movie. I'll settle this whole thing. <laughs> not a big Mel Brooks fan. Mm. Okay. Well, I'm, you're not I, Mel Brooks. I, I'm with you. Near and dear I'm with heart. you, Jeff. I, uh, I, I, I could quote entire episodes of Dexter as a kid. I gotta vote Dexter. Yeah, uh, got gotta go for the omelet du fromage. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going Doctor Frankenstein. I, yeah, I'm Frankenstein. Oh, God, I, no, I, I don't want to break this. I was just talking about <laughs> Frankenstein walking all funny the other night. Exactly. Like, again, he made a man. He there was a that, there was that really good bonus sister. Chip Zdarsky had that really really good tweet where he wrote in at the end of a Frankenstein book. And he's like, actually, by the way, if you call me Frankenstein, that's okay. I don't mind. Can I vote Chip Zdarsky as best med scientist? Yeah, I like that. This is very tough. I... Dexter may be a show that is responsible for launching Cartoon Network as a channel. Mm-hmm. So sure, like, that and Powerpuff Girls. I would Powerpuff say. Girls came later. Yeah, it was like, later. But you could also argue that Frankenstein is responsible for launching science fiction as a. <laughs> That's genre. true. There, there, <laughs> right. there might not be a Dexter. Without <laughs> there might not be. I, mm, yeah. Uh, man. To lose Frank as much as I love Dexter. Can, if you can tell me, give, tell me what the most. Fucked up thing Dexter ever made is. I need to ba- I need to weigh it against making a man. M- M- monkey. I don't think he made. I he don't know. He didn't make monkey. He just up. gave monkey intelligence. That's fucked up. That's not that fucked up. Fucked That's fucked. Yes, it is. You saw what happens in this movie. All right, Dexter all right, fought all right. alongside three other versions of himself at different points in his life. That's not that. Fucked oh up. man, I need a friend. Oh, what a bunch of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh, that was some hot garbage. Ego oh, trip. I love ego trip. That movie does not hold up. I need a friend. I ain't seen it forever. <laughs> I I think both of these should move on. Well, only can. one can, Johnny. And people are going to be mad at me because uh, I'm going to fall back onto the reliable way to vote. I'm a man who draws. Let me vote for the drawing. Dexter gets my vote. There it is. <laughs> I'm not happy about it. I didn't <laughs> John, want, John just wants to betray me at every I didn't want to break this tie. I tried uh, to get in my vote before you. I'm glad I'm uh, Dr. Frankenstein not, gets knocked out by Dexter three to two. We got Baxter Stockman versus Lex Luthor. Uh, cool. Go ahead, on Baxter Stockman. Well, go ahead and give me a Lex Luthor so I can rant about Baxter Stockman. Well, no, you do Baxter Stockman first because Baxter Stockman is a is a is a is a scientist and a villain on on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. From the beginning, he was a scientist that basically wanted to work in mutagen. That's all he wanted. To, he wanted to. He was a scientist. That's, that's what he did. That's the field I want to specialize in as well as mutagen. Um, <laughs> that, well, in that world, it exists, Greg. Sure. Uh, so. <laughs> Anyway, uh... Oh, I got Mutagen 203 at 3 o'clock, uh, so I got to be done. <laughs> to be fair, 
fair, he was just a scientist before that, and then that's where the field he went to. So, anyway, uh, needless to say, in different versions of it, the canister breaks, he gets exposed to mutagen, and a fly. It's a whole homage to the fly. The fly. Like, it's, a, it's just straight-up homage to the fly, where the scientist then goes absolutely batshit crazy and turns into a man fly um, who can spit... Uh, acid balls and sure. various other things uh and in the original Ninja Turtles it's you know it's a little more sillier so there's he's got his weapon he's got weapons he's got giant fly swatters he's got dumb things like that however in the new version we know that he is in the new movie um as a scientist we do not know if he's a fly monster but he is being portrayed by Medea himself yeah, uh, Tyler Tyler Perry is uh, is playing Baxter oh. Stockman and looks incredible oh um, that's who that is that movie is going to be absolutely bonkers oh um, yes but uh, there's there's consensus in the house of the second Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie is going to be fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, back, the thing about Baxter Stockman is that every single adaptation of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles kind of competes with each other to see who can do the most yes. messed up thing to Baxter yes. Stockman. He, he's gotten, like, weirder and weirder and more fucked up. And it, this time, he like, in the current cartoon, the, the, the one on Nickelodeon, which is really great. Um, um, I, I would say pretty great. I would say really. Uh, uh, I, I, I think it's fantastic. I like but, David Tennant this season. That was a that's good yes, uh, but yeah, like that Baxter Stockman is really great, and he's and him teaming up with everybody. He always teams up also with like the bad guy just to get an upper hand because he wants a, he wants something better. He's a Lex Luthor type of character at that level. So speaking of Lex Luthor, obviously uh, most famous iteration Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor, sure, right? Um, Alexander, Alexander, you're right. That's the actual son of Lex Luthor. Uh, not indicative at all of what Lex. Luther was prior, right? Like, no, that's pretty spot on. I don't think anyone's really nailed the essence so well as Jesse Eisenberg. Can we, um, I mean, can we talk about Gene Hackman, though? Can we talk about how Gene Hackman yes. is the greatest superhero movie villain of all time? We can talk about Gene Hackman, we can talk about Kevin Spacey. Yes, that's all I'm going to say. Where's Kevin Spacey talk? Because he ruled in he that was, yes. Kevin Spacey was the really best good part of that movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, how how excited do you get when you hear Kevin Spacey's going to be Lex Luthor? Uh, yeah. Um, he He's, Lex is a super complicated, super cool guy. Uh, I, my personal favorite iteration of Lex Luthor, I mean, fuck Mark Miller, but uh, Red Sun is really good mm-hmm. because it's Lex basically as... This, it's it's not a xenophobia thing. It's a it comes down to his genuine beliefs, which are usually presented as like Superman holds humanity back from becoming Superman. Uh, if we have Superman, we get lazy and rely on him. Whereas if we don't, we have to stand up for ourselves, which is an interesting way to go with that. Lex that's, is a complex, deep character. That's a good. That is a good. That's a, that sounds like a great villain. Uh, I'm sorry that I had to see Jesse Eisenberg's version of it. Can I tell you the origin of Lex Luthor outside of the? Please do. All right. Um, so uh, Jerry Siegel, uh, who was the writer of Superman, uh, his father uh, was killed in a bank robbery when he tried to uh, jump the bank robbers and tr- and uh, get everybody to safety. And uh, a little while after that, he created this uh, bulletproof superhero. And uh, somebody wrote into the local paper uh, saying that uh, his father shouldn't have done that. And he's creating a bad example for people and nobody should try to be a hero in that situation or they'll just encourage people getting themselves killed. And that guy's name was Lex Luthor. <laughs> wow. That's, that's spiteful. Pretty, that's pretty love shit. It. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty great, yeah. 
Uh, Jesse, I need a vote. Oh, you do need a vote for me. Um, I do. That is how this show works. (laughs) I I can't wait to see... I I can't wait to see this new Turtles movie. I want to be all in on Turtles, but I'm not yet. And from the sound of it, I like Lex Luthor, so I'm going to vote Lex Luthor. Baxter Stockman, hands down. He's a giant fly monster man. Uh, I shouldn't even be close to deciding this vote, because neither one of these are characters that I'm like all about in any big way. John votes Lex Luthor. I was going to vote Baxter Stockman. Well, I just assumed you were going to stab me in the back. Because he becomes a fly man. Okay. This is a heady episode. I'm voting Lex Luthor. I love Baxter Stockman, but Lex Luthor is the perfect superhero villain. He's like the only guy who could possibly stand up to everything Superman is. Like people who say Superman is boring because he's too powerful, they don't get into the fact that it's about Superman trying to find his place in the world. And Lex Luthor represents everything that he's afraid of and he's just kind of the perfect counterpoint to that and uh, I gotta give him the point uh, anybody listening who thinks Superman is boring because he's too powerful maybe read something other than a, a, a comic book someday and see like there's ways to tell stories that aren't about fighting yeah. uh, I'm a Lex Luthor where else can I read about Superman besides <laughs> a comic book I didn't mean about Superman I mean read literally anything that isn't a comic book oh uh, Although if you are intent on reading a Superman comic book, I recommend Superman for all seasons. Uh, is also, Mac Landis's American Alien run. Yes, really, yeah, uh, that's also really, really good. good. Uh, Lex Luthor knocks out Baxter Stockman three to two. We've got Rusty Venture versus Doctor Frankenfurter. So I have a confession. Mm-hmm. Yes, I've never seen Rocky Horror Picture Show. You wow. should tell them that when you go to the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, because they'll they'll set you up right. And, oh, we, really? and we definitely yeah. will be going. To oh really? Oh, yes. Yeah. You're, you're, um, oh man. Not great. missing much. You're really not missing much. <laughs> uh, I, I don't imagine a movie's going to be like the super best thing I in the world. I think you should see it. It's my You go to see with fans. Shitty, campy movies. And uh, I want to get something out here very quickly. Rusty Venture, by definition, is not a mad scientist. He's a he super a, scientist. He's a super scientist. If he was a mad scientist, he would be with the Guild of Calamitous Intent. But instead, he's under protection of OSI. He's a super scientist. Well, uh, you may remember he was courted for that very reason. Right, uh, he's but... He's right the line. I think Rusty Venture is not a mad scientist. He, he, the only time Rusty Venture ever makes anything is to make money. He doesn't have any purposes besides financial. Like, Same he, with Lex Luthor. Yeah, that's what you're saying. No, like, Lex that, Luthor wants to take down super. Superman. But by making money in the end. Uh, we should no, point out, for people Lex who are Luthor, familiar... Lex Luthor will hemorrhage money if it means embarrassment. That's for sure. We should point out, for people who are familiar, Rusty Venture from the Venture Brothers. Uh, go watch it. It's great. Dr. Frankenfurter from Rocky Horror Picture Show. I, I just... I love Rusty Venture. I think he's one of the best characters on that show. Of In a show of best characters. But I still think he's a mad scientist. I think uh, he hell, is. There's, we, uh, have, we have an episode in season... Four, maybe five, where Brock and uh, Shoreleave take down a legitimate mad scientist who's operating outside of the bounds of the guild or OSI. It's a guy who's making a dirty bomb. Yeah. I don't don't remember this. And this was back in the Sphinx days. Yeah. Sphinx. Sphinx. And I I just don't think, even in the world that they've established who is what, Rusty Venture's not a mad scientist. Uh, He's he's too incompetent, also. He's barely a scientist. So let's Let's, let's discuss Dr. Frankenfurter. Dr. Frankenfurter is Tim Curry, played by Tim Curry, mm-hmm. and actually Tim Curry. <laughs> yes. Um, 
bright red lipstick, big puffy hair, wears a corset, fishnets, heels, um, invents a man, much makes, like Dr. Frankenstein. Makes a man. Uh, in just seven days and seven nights, I can make you a man. Um, Kills meatloaf. That's true. See, Kills and that's meatloaf. already right there. Spoiler. You haven't spoiled the, the movie cow? for me. Uh, here's the thing. Rusty Venture never killed meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jesse, where is your vote? Uh... I mean, this is a little unfair because I want to like Rocky Horror Picture Show. Uh, I think you will. I genuinely I probably, think you'll enjoy I, it. I'll probably have a blast if I, when I go to the show and talk with fans about it. Uh, but I haven't seen it. And I have seen uh, Venture Brothers. And I like Rusty Venture. So don't hold it against me. I'm a Rusty Venture vote. Um, can I talk about uh, Tim Curry role that's way better than Dr. Frankenfurter? Is Absolutely. it the devil? Uh, no, it's not the devil. <laughs> um, a little while ago, a couple years ago rather, I endeavored to watch as many of the uh, Disney animated sequels as I could uh, gather the fortitude to do. Wow. And in one of them, uh, a sequel to Beauty and the Beast, a Christmas special, which actually <laughs> takes place during... <laughs> yes, a, a Beauty and the Beast Christmas special, which takes place during the montage where they're getting to know each other. Um, uh, Tim Curry is introduced as a pipe organ, and he's trying to break them apart because he just wants to be a pipe organ forever. He loves being a pipe organ so much. Uh, you know what? How, who wouldn't? Right. <laughs> like how amazing must yeah, it be? Either he become like his choice is become a man or live forever as a pipe organ. <laughs> when you present it like that, I don't know if I can turn it down. Right. So th- and that's my favorite Tim Curry role. Uh, I-, I recommend that movie to anybody who wants to see. Uh, <laughs> An axe that speaks with a Jewish accent. Um, uh, totally get that. Yeah, he's just like protesting oh. about chopping down Christmas trees. Uh, <laughs> that's a thing. Oh I'm not sure about the subtext on that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, I recommend Bell's Enchanted Christmas, and I vote for Rusty Venture. That's two for Venture. I, I vote for Rusty Venture. I guess oh. Rusty Venture rules, but I he's not a good mad scientist I'm a Frankenfurter vote I'm a Frankenfurter vote as well I think Tim Curry looks really good in that movie and I would invent Rocky too my good uh okay uh Rusty Venture knocks out Dr. Frank Furter three to two Princess Bubblegum versus Bunsen Honeydew Dr. 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 Bunsen Honeydew what a matchup well, everyone's mad oh, this is a tough one um do you think Dr. Bunsen Honeydew smells like Honeydew yes uh, he looks like it I think he I think really he has the smelling. texture of Honeydew yeah. I think if you kissed buns and honeydew, it would be like kissing a honeydew. Uh, I, I'll, I'll, I'll be right back. I'll uh, tell you this, bubblegum very definitely has the texture and flavor of bubblegum. Yes. yes. Uh, uh, peppermint butler versus beaker. Oh, that's tough. That's uh, tough as well. Uh, I'm de- no, I'm definitely going beaker. Over yeah, beaker. I'm sorry. That was not oh, tough. You know what? No, <laughs> I think I'm, I'm pet bud. Pet bud's like really good. He's a great beaker? character. Beaker's great too. I'm just saying it's beaker's, tough. Beaker's beaker funny. gets shit on on the show. Be- Beaker's kind of a one-note joke, whereas Peppermint Butler's whole thing is that, like, he's the unassuming butler who also practices dark magic and communes with the devil. I love Peppermint Butler, but one of these is Seamus' cousin. <laughs> so, uh, in canon. So. Uh, Seamus the wrestler. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. I, both of these, like, definitely solid mad scientists. Both of them are constantly yes. making stuff that they have no reason to make other than let's see if I can do this. Honeydew's doing it and it usually ends up just absolutely ridiculous. Bubblegum sometimes being a little spiteful with some of her shit. Yes, she well, because she rules the candy kingdom yeah. with an iron fist. Um, 
I, yeah, it's tough. Like, and then that's the thing is that Bubblegum way more interesting as a mad scientist character than a ruler yeah. princess yes, kind of I agree. character. Yeah. Um, uh, I, look, I I have no doubt that Princess Bubblegum is a great character, uh, but I've pointed this out before many times. I've only ever seen the first season of Adventure Time, and I have no emotional attachment to that show. Uh, and I like the Muppets. I'm going to be a honeydew vote. I, I got to go Princess Bubblegum. I think... I, I I could go on for how much I like Princess Bubblegum. So let me let me jump in real quick here. Uh, it's obvious we have a lot of affection for both these series. We have Adventure Time and Adventure Time entries of one brackets many a time. We've had a best yeah, Muppets. Muppets. We, exactly. That's the other that's thing. Early, We've had a best yeah. Muppets. We, we love the Muppets. Muppets. Uh, uh, Kermit. Kermit. And that's sort of a point of contention. Lame. Um, <laughs> yes, we know. Uh, I, with the exception exception of possibly Nikolai Tesla. Princess Bubblegum is the only scientist on this list who practices proper lab safety by wearing goggles. <laughs> That's true. You're not well, wrong. I am a Bubblegum vote. I, I, hold on, real quick. Bunts and Honey do all we got glasses on. Glasses or not goggles? Okay, fair Trust enough, me, fair enough. I have had to be But he aware. doesn't have eyes either. Yeah, he don't have eyes. He doesn't have eyes. <laughs> that sounds even more dangerous. Uh, I'm a bubblegum vote. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, I really I, didn't I, see that coming. I, um, the thing about Bunsen Honeydew is, while I had a lot of affection for Bunsen and Beaker as a kid, now they just remind me of the guys from Penny Arcade. Uh, so I gotta write that <laughs> Bubblegum it is. Oh, I'm so happy. I didn't expect this at oh, all. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm thrilled. Princess Bubblegum knocks out Bunsen Honeydew four to one. Last one of round one, Professor Farnsworth versus Dr. Eggman, the anime entry of the week. Oh. Hubert J. Farnsworth. Yes, right. uh, yes the, the easy part was getting the brain out, but the hard part was <laughs> getting the brain out. Uh, uh, one, uh, one of the few people on this list who's a self-admitted mad scientist. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, Dr. Eggman is only a self-admitted feminist. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Famously from uh, the hit anime Sonic X. Yes. Uh, hit anime Sonic Boom. He's great in that. Right. He is really is Sonic, great. I don't know if he's really great. I've watched a lot more Sonic Boom than Sonic you Boom, have. Sonic <laughs> Boom is pretty good. It, it's it's not bad. It's 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 really not. John's well, really when it against comes it, to, when it comes to Sonic. Pretty good is kind of like, John. It's better than most of the games. It, exactly. <laughs> Settle. Sonic Boom has good jokes in it, but it is not a good show. Oh no, there's I definitely bad disagree. things about it. Uh, like, well, there's bad things a lot about it. Things. Uh, <laughs> there are no bad episodes of Futurama. Uh, that no is bad episodes. <laughs> the, the I, new, there are okay episodes. The new era no, Comedy that, Central that episodes. Cats episode. Get bad. No, like it. Bad I like Futurama. it. I like it. I don't care. They're all good. I don't think most of those movies they put out were very good. They were better chopped yeah, up. That, that, but like Dungeons and Dragons one was terrible. That one's bad, that too. Y'all can keep talking shit, uh, but there's a lot more worse Sonic games. Okay? Good news, everyone. <laughs> Professor Farnsworth's great in every episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, bad. yeah, yeah. I don't know. Farnsworth has never been bad. That's uh, uh, Fry's uh, great, 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 so, great, 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 great <laughs> nephew, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, so, okay, when Eggman was called Robotnik, uh -huh. uh, his whole motivation was that he was on, he was trying to turn all the animals into robots? Is that what's going he on? He wanted everything to be machines. He wanted, I get it. Uh, <laughs> Trust me, I'm right there with you, brother. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's, I, I uh, think his motivation was always taking over the world. I okay. think he wanted to rule the world, Is and he the same wanted it to all be machines. Eggman and, wants the Chaos Emerald. 
Emeralds. Well, yeah, so then Sonic 3, he wants the Chaos Emeralds because he's like, that's the thing is that Eggman drops his believing in the science he practices thing very quickly <laughs> and uh, immediately embraces mysticism. It's like, I'm going to get these magic emeralds and it then like this hedgehog that can run faster than anything I can build. Uh... I just think Eggman's lame. I think, like, they, uh, every iteration, they... You try living with a body like that. They, I li- yeah, I was going to say, I loved him little legs. <laughs> let, me, let me ask you this. What's the greatest thing Professor Farnsworth ever admitted? Obviously, the, smell the No, the thing longer. The thing longer is probably <laughs> the right, best invention. Right, the thing longer. What's the best thing Dr. Eggman ever invented? Two words, metal Sonic. Uh, well, Boom, in the, clear. In the Archie comics, he turns Sonic's Uncle Chuck into a robot. <laughs> Don't... I had that episode <laughs> on VHS. I was... Really don't sad. spoil it for him. <laughs> uh, Jesse, I need a vote. Uh, Professor Farnsworth has Pazuzu. <laughs> uh, Dr. Dr. Eggman Dr. has Eggman. that chicken robot. So, so, so there's Scratch and Grounder yeah, from one series. Go. From the other there's, series, there's Snively. There's always yeah, a Snively. different like uh, sidekick. It's, yeah. yeah, He's got metal side. That's, that's game set match to me. Sonic the Hedgehog, except he's also a robot? Boom, I'm in. That's all you gotta say to me. And that I'll Sonic- sleep in whatever bed you want me to. <laughs> What does that mean? I don't worry about it. Like a race car bed? If Robotnik told him to. Jesse, I need both. You know, there was a time when I thought when he was Robotnik, he was actually kind of a menacing villain. Uh, Well, he had no personality then. He was was just a villain, right? Uh, I, I. I'm going to vote Eggman. Yeah. I'm going to vote Farnsworth, if only to spite Wernstrom. Yeah. <laughs> Wernstrom. I'm, I'm going Eggman for obvious reasons. I want him to uh, robotize me. Uh, is Farnsworth a, fem- a feminist? We don't know. <laughs> we know that he's very old. He's into uh, nudity. <laughs> yes. He does love him some nudity. Uh, if you got to put up with Zoidberg, you can put up with a lot of yeah, shit. Sure. I'm going to be a Farnsworth vote. It's, uh, it's two to two. Wow. Comes down to me, the Sonic the Hedgehog correspondent of Bracket. And the anime entry, John. And and the anime correspondent of Bracket. Uh, It's a Farnsworth vote. Easy. Easy. No question. Farnsworth is great. All right. There we go. So Farnsworth knocks out Dr. Eggman three to two. That's we, round one, baby. There we go. We got round two. Rick Sanchez versus Pearl Forrester. Doc Brown versus Dexter. Lex Luthor versus Rusty Venture. And Princess Bubblegum versus Professor Farnsworth. So, oh, this, is getting, this is getting tough. Sanchez, Pearl, go. Oh, uh, not yet, though, because Sanchez is the obvious winner here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean. It's cool that Pearl made it this far. <laughs> right? Pearl rules. It, it, Pearl I'll be rule. a little surprised if Rick doesn't make it to the finals. Uh, I'm a Rick vote. I'm a Rick vote. I'm going Pearl, because I think it's obvious. Uh, watch Rick and Morty, you guys. Watch Mystery Science Theater. Don't worry, everybody's already watching. Yeah, everybody Rick already. Yeah. Everybody watching both. No, of us. nobody listening to this is not watching. That's Rick true. Morty. You're right. Yeah, and if you're not, then don't listen to this. Watch that instead. Yeah, true. I'm not even gonna be mad as long as you're in our Patreon. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, Rick. Obviously, Pearl Forrester isn't even like my third favorite fictional Pearl. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Give another one to Rick. Uh, four to one. All right. Four to one. Sorry, Rick Pearl. Sanchez knocks out Pearl, Pearl Forrester. Four to one. Doc Brown versus Dexter. Um, now, Gotta go Doc Brown. I will say, something we didn't bring up at all, pretty fucking impressive that Dexter's like 10 years old. Like, sure. Yeah. True. Like, boy genius. Dexter is a child. Uh, um, I... I'm going to go ahead and get my vote in here. Uh, I am going to be a Dexter vote. Why is that? 
<laughs> Ooh, not very often we get a why. So, so a lot of people grew up with Back to the Future. I yeah. didn't. I actually watched them for the first time last year. And I love them. But I don't have that sense of nostalgia that uh, a lot of people do. And I think they're great movies. But like for me, going going back to old Dexter episodes and discovering that, yes, most of them hold up. They're all really, really good, even now. Uh, who talks the funniest? Doc Brown? They both Dexter? talk pretty funny. Oh, uh, I, I think Dexter gets annoying. Doc Brown's Here's the thing. To Dr. I love kids wrong. with funny accents. He's not wrong. And just think about, think about, think about Rick Sanchez versus Doc Brown in the next round. You don't want to see that? You don't want to see that? I'm a, I'm a Doc Brown vote. I'm a Dexter vote. It's two to two. It's down to me. Um, can anyone remind me real quick which of these two teamed up with the Blue Falcon and Dino Mutt? <laughs> might, might be getting it confused there. Oh Does anybody There's know? A whole episode. There's, There's a whole episode know. where Dexter has to sneak back into a school and it's a whole Die Hard ripoff. Uh, go Dexter's family, go. I'm a Dexter vote. <laughs> I fucking love Dexter. Uh, Dexter knocks out Doc Brown, three to two. Yikes. All in pretty close. Uh, <laughs> Lex Luthor versus Rusty Venture. So Lex Luthor's like what Rusty could be. If He's what Jonas would have been if Jonas had, like, an enemy. But you know, that's the thing, though, that, like, I don't know. It's, it's, the thing is, like, we're speaking in, like, absolutes, whereas Venture Brothers is, like, very complicated. That's like, true. Yeah. There's, sure, there's, sure. there's not really anybody in Venture like, Brothers who's outright, like, full-blown evil. Like, right. Jonas is very much... every time Everything we've seen has been led to believe is that Jonas is very much a good guy. In terms of, like, bad guy, good guy relationship. We're talking about oh, Jonas yeah, yeah. Jr. Yeah, JJ. No, I mean Jonas Oh, Sr. dad, dad. Jonas, oh, no. Jonas Sr. Is a, is, a, is a good... He's fighting villains. See, but, in, in oh, his, so you're in, saying good in, guy in the comic In sense. his private life is like a total fucking jerk. Yes. But, but as a career scientist, mm-hmm. he's a good guy. He's making gargantuan. Well, one, he's doing things that benefit mankind. He's building things that are only for the benefit of the world. Right. I, at the same time, there's there's evidence that he's exploited people to do that. Like, um, Or Lex will exploit anybody to get That's true. Lex is but, a ruthless But Lex's dude. motivations are selfish. Well, you can you can go back and forth on that because in in one sense he's this racist who wants to get rid of the guy who's not like us and that's selfish. But on the other hand, he's a guy who believes that humanity can achieve more. Yeah, he believes that, but I think that comes from a like flawed. Well, I, I thing, it, it like... comes down to which interpretation of Lex you believe. Mm-hmm. I think um, Lex likes to champion the idea of man above Superman, but at the end of the day, when you hold his yeah, he's just fire, jealous. At the end, end of the day. About, like... Like, that seems to be what the writing always comes down to. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, my argument still stands with the writing. I, Rusty, I don't Jesse, think, I need a vote. I'll. I like Rusty, but I think conceptually, Lex is the better character. Better mad scientist, as far as I'm concerned. I'm I'm a Lex Luthor vote. Rusty is the better character, but Lex Luthor is the better mad scientist. That's how I feel. Yeah. I think I'm gonna. I think that's true, and I'm gonna go Lex Luthor. Yeah, Lex Luthor. I'm just gonna throw one to Rusty. I'm not letting y'all get a. Sleep. He deserves I, no. Yeah, he deserves I, one little. I'm, that's yeah. a rust. That's a rusty ass vote, right? Sure, there. that's like, true. Uh, Lex Luthor knocks out Rusty Venture four to one. Last one of round two, Princess Bubblegum versus Professor Farnsworth. Uh, Both made of bubblegum. 
I'll go ahead and get my vote in real quick for you guys. I'm a Farnsworth vote. I'm a bubble. Jesse, vote. this is one of those votes that Jesse would regret so much if I he absolutely, would just watch. But I can't because <laughs> you know Jesse would be a bubblegum guy. Uh, I, I just remembered about, I just remembered how when Bubblegum gets really mad, she starts like ranting in German. Yeah, it's so she speaks great. German. It's uh, so, I, I probably love that show. When you're here's the thing Eons old, German. like yeah. we know Bubblegum can survive if you kick her out of her kingdom and take away her technology. That's true. We've seen her farm. A farm Professor Farnsworth is gonna be Farnsworth almost dies from walking down the stairs every day. <laughs> Bubblegum is tough. Bubblegum can take a more, like, varied life, whereas Farnsworth... One is a lot Farnsworth's supposed to have been dead. Remember the, like, death yeah, robots yeah, no, no, no. come for him? I mean, one of the best episodes when they go to that damn, that youth pool. I mean, when they have to <laughs> oh, get yeah, the yeah, guitar. Yeah. yeah, and, like, Zoidberg keeps reverting back to not, number four. I mean, not only that, but Bubblegum has really built an empire. Like, sure. she's implemented all, or at least a lot of the science that she's come up with. Uh, Farnsworth has multiple doomsday devices. <laughs> yeah, in, that's true. In the days of my, uh, in the days of my wild youth, my, uh, IRC logoff message was, uh, with my last breath, I curse Zoidberg. <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, does it, Farnsworth make, like, super mutant basketball players, right? Yes, to, he does. I need votes. Uh, the I'm, I'm a bubblegum vote. I love Bubblegum. Farnsworth's great. Farnsworth rules, but I, I'll, I'll Farnsworth because yeah, I, I love both of these. I don't. It Farnsworth makes me. me giggle more. Uh, Professor Bu- Professor Bubblegum moves on forward, knocking out Princess Princess Farnsworth, Farnsworth three to two. <laughs> Semifinals: Rick Sanchez versus Dexter and Lex Luthor versus Princess Bubblegum. This is a good ass semifinal. This yeah, is a good yeah, ass semifinals. It should uh, be Doc Brown, but. <laughs> Come on! It, it, this isn't I mean, a vote. It should be Doc Brown, but if it were Doc Brown, Rick Sanchez would so clearly defeat Doc Brown. And I this... think he's going to here. Rick Sanchez versus Dexter? Uh, I... This... Man, uh, here's the thing. I, I love Dexter. I just want to let everyone know. I'm going to look up a list of Dexter inventions because I need to know what. Oh. I want to know some of the wild stuff he's made. I know the wild stuff Rick has made. Uh, Rick Sanchez was... invented a micro universe to power his <laughs> to power car. His car. So, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. That's that's better than anything Dexter Remember built. when Dexter was introduced to the magic of music? <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah, yeah the thing is. Do you remember Dexter when Rick made the Rick dance? That's true. Rick made the Rick dance. There's the Rick dance. There's Tiny Rick with yeah, come on. I, I just I just need to know what Dexter has made. I'm dying in a vat in the garage, John. Um, <laughs> Jesse, I need a vote. Let me out. I kind of want to hear what these inventions Let me are. Out. Let me out. Yeah, yeah. This someone get me a list of Dexter inventions. John's slowly pulling it up. I'm I'm looking at it. I'm just seeing if I can find some that like stick out. Um, he made a robot to to be better at basketball in school, so he wouldn't get like. So he'd be picked for teams. He made that parrot. That was, was that the, before or after the robot that he made for dodgeball? That, lame. Or was it the dodge? Was it dodgeball? I think it was dodgeball. Yeah. Uh, he made a sport. helmet to inject all the French language into his head. Yeah, he, he made sure. but skip, so we only had omelette du fromage. He sure. Uh, he made that. Um, uh, that, uh... Thrilling evidence. Sorry, I just he, had it. And I... He made Dee Dee smarter than him, and oh, that got uh, him really mad. That episode where he's dumb is probably my favorite episode, because he hangs out with these 90s-ass teens, oh. and they call him Piglet. He, uh... He, oh, yeah. He, but he, you're wrong. The best episode is the one that's written by that, like... The seven-year-old kid. girl? 
Yeah. Uh, the the one. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. The With, one that's uh, just Mandark. Com com compute. Computress, Computress or something uh, like that. Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> Rick already, good. please. I, yeah, it's, it's Rick. Yeah, I I love Dexter more than most Cartoon Network shows, but I gotta vote Rick. 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 Alex. Uh, Wubba Lubba Dub Dub. There it is. Wow. It's sweet. Very sweet. Is that the first? Sweet. Yep. Rick Sanchez sweeps out Dexter to earn its spot in the finals. Lex Luthor versus Princess Bubblegum. Hot damn. This is a matchup. Oh, this no, is, it's this, not. This is, this is what this, this is show a, exists for. This is easy. Really? This is very easy. Who are you Why leaving? is this easy? One of them is almost immortal. Well, I mean, Luthor exists in, in Red Sun. He lives for hundreds and hundreds of years. I don't see how that makes them a better character. No, I, you're just asking me a point. I, I, look, Princess Bubblegum, a better mad scientist, funnier, cuter. Um, and, animated uh, series like Luthor is he's a sexy boy. Y'all can, can say he what you want. Voice. Princess um, Bubblegum fucking rules, and if you vote against her, you're wrong. I don't know anything. I, look... I don't. I'm just putting that out. a mad scientist, I think someone who toes the line of like morality, and I'm sure Princess Bubblegum does that. But like, Lex Luthor is more Princess Bubblegum does that. Uh, I think out of everyone on this list, if we're talking about who is the maddest, you've got to go with Lex Luthor. Yeah, it. it, They their their intentions are defined by like how flawed of a person they are, and I think Lex defines that better. So you're a Luther vote. (laughs) I'm a Lex vote. Colin, you're a Bubblegum vote. Bubblegum. That's not a chance. I'm sorry. It's one to one. Um. I get it. Lex is cool. I, I like Lex. this. Is I, just, I think this is a genuinely tough match. I'm, yeah, it is. It, it's it's a very good match. Yeah. Uh, I have a lot of reasons for voting the way I'm voting, but the one I want to say is I'm way more interested in where PB's story's going. Adventure Time's still airing. We're gonna get an Adventure That's Time a movie. Point. Like yeah. Adventure Time's gonna come to an end. We're gonna see an the, arc, we're gonna see an end to the arc of all these characters. Lex Luthor's gonna live in a cycle of repeating the same stories, and someone will eventually move, uh, do a new idea every once in a while with him. Like I'm a PB. Vote. Yes, a continuum of cartoon fools, to uh, quote Dexter. <laughs> uh, I, I just think even the stuff with, I mean, this last season, this Marceline stuff, I mean, uh, the, uh, Vermints, or, or Vermints. Vermints. Vermints is one of the best show episodes of that show, and if, if you can't sit and watch that and tell me that Lex Luthor's better, I'm sorry. I don't get it. Uh, Alex, uh, where's your vote? Well, you see, the point brought up earlier that Princess Bubblegum can live forever, whereas Lex Luthor is just a regular guy. That's what makes Lex Luthor the better scientist. He's a he's a scientist to his core. Bubblegum's got like this whole magic thing going on. Well, no, she can, but she does magic and regular science work yeah, yeah, in a Doctor Doom sense. But yeah. weirdly, Princess Bubblegum doesn't believe in magic. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, she believes in science. Uh, yeah. I'm going Luthor. Uh, it's two to two. It's down to me. This is, I can't remember a tougher matchup <laughs> in bracket history. Uh, um, we've had tougher. Not for me personally. But this I is way up This there. is really good. Um, like, I, I 100% understand if, if Bubblegum takes us. It sounds like, like, that show builds a lot of really complicated characters that are well written. So and I know. Luther isn't always well written. This is, this is a tough, this is something we kind of frown upon in terms of decisions. I, I want to say something. We've brought up other scientists in here who have made a man. Princess Bubblegum has brought life to Lot. A lot. She, she made, made a, a she civilization. Made, she made an entire race of candy people, but she also, she made Lemon Grab, she made the Lemon Kingdom. Oh, like, she did make Lemon Grab. 
lemongrass. She made that, um, she made that, like, guardian who has to, like, sit, his whole life uh, just to sit there and watch the other, yeah. like. So, uh, did she do all that because she could? That's all it. Yeah, right? mm, some of it, yes. yes. As long as we're it. talking about guys who make weirdos, can I give a shout out to Finster from the Power Rangers? <laughs> hey, hey, hey uh, look, your favorite character is Louis Kaboom. I understand, okay? <laughs> and I know who Louis Kaboom is, People, so we're please good. Please stop okay. asking Alex Jaffe who's very, he's For made the it love of God, very it's, well it's known. getting too much. Poor Louis. Um, every Poor time Louis. I go online, just. <laughs> Dozens of people asking me who my favorite just, power Just a is. swamped inbox saying, Alex, we gotta uh, know. I mean, it comes when it comes that for me, it comes down to what are the motivations for what that they for what they do. And Lex Luthor is a petty guy who believes in an idea that he doesn't actually 100% believe in versus Bubblegum who seems like she just wants to explore and learn as much as she can. Uh, and it's I, down to you. Like, it, it's, I it, can't it's say It's down to me. Better. I'm going Bubblegum. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, that, that's, that's a really tough one. Peebles! Alright. Princess Bubblegum knocks out Lex Luthor 3-2 to two to take her step into the finals. But first up, we got a bronze match. We got Dexter versus Lex Luthor. Oh, this is easy. I mean, the thing is, I think I think Mandark grows up to be a Lex Luthor. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what happens to Dexter. I don't know who Dexter Well, we becomes. see Dexter becomes like... Sure. But that's only because of the bad Mandark future. Oh, right, right. Like, we don't... Um, Jesse, the guy, your vote first. Um, I, I'm gonna give a vote to Dexter. I don't want to dump. Wow. I'm a Lex. He's, vote. Dexter's been in a toilet before. I don't want him to go back. <laughs> uh, Dex versus Lex, everybody. Uh, Lex, Dex, Lex, Lex, but Lex, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm voting Lex. Oh, I'm going Lex as well. Wow. Dexter gets dunked. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Lex Luthor takes third place while Dexter sitting in some water of some kind. <laughs> Rick Sanchez versus Princess Bubblegum for Woof. your Mad Scientist final. It's a pretty bracket-ass final. Yeah. Buckle is, up, everybody. This is really hard. Hey, guys. This is cartoons for you. Yeah. Uh, hey, I don't have. To, I, don't, I don't think this is very hard. I'm going to vote Rick Sanchez. Wow. Oh, really? Because uh, I think I want to vote princess bubblegum and Woo-hoo! here's why uh rick sanchez is a parody of a mad scientist whereas princess bubblegum is the real thing parody or not he's still a complicated ass character so jesse you need to watch adventure time because uh, i guess how many times really someone said that to me you don't you you don't get like it. i know i don't the thing is we haven't gotten enough of rick to know and the thing everything. is knowing like, you i know you, you will be more yeah, personally you will, endeared you and like princess bubblegum yeah more. you're gonna be really embarrassed about this episode uh um, colin brings up a point that, that we haven't seen a ton of Rick's like, stuff, but the, that that the, second season finale with like the wedding—that's what I'm saying. All, all of that season stuff, like there, Rick was a shitty dick that entire second season. Versus the first season, he was a dick, but he was kind of like, ah, he's a shitty dick in that second season. And then at the end, he we takes get a Morian lo- summer off ice cream. Right, right, he does. Like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, there's a lot in that second season, especially the ending, that throws everything that we know about Rick. We're like, wait, what the fuck? Like, we need to know more sure. about Rick. That's true. Uh, I don't think we know enough about Rick. The idea that Rick would willingly submit... Spoilers, everybody. That Rick would willingly submit himself to law enforcement, like galactic time-space law enforcement. Uh, It's interesting. I will say, I don't think either... Whichever of these win, uh, Justin Rowland can't be upset because he's also a lemon grab. Right. This is his mom. True. Um, I guess. <laughs> I'm. 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 I'm gonna come in and go bubblegum. Mm. I just, just cause I don't. I don't. If I think about it, I'll sit here and die. That's what happened happening to me right now. Uh, well, you can either vote now, or I can break the tie, and you can sit here for another ten minutes. I. I mean, I know who's gonna win this, so just go ahead and seal it. I, you, I don't think you. I don't think any of us know. Right now, yeah. 
I think we do. Yeah, I think we do. <laughs> yeah, we know. Do we? Yeah. I don't know, John. Colin, do we? If you already know what you're going to vote, vote. Yeah, Colin. I'm waiting on John. I'm literally, because I'm not letting John do this. John will sit there for an hour. We need, I need He's sitting there for an hour now. I, why? He's going to do this whether or not I vote. But if you already know how you're voting, I, it sounds like it. You know what? I wasn't going to vote. I was going to go vote PB. I'm going to vote Rick. So there you go. Now, John, now, now I get it. That's exactly what John, which of these two is the best mad scientist? Princess Bubblegum or Rex Sanchez? Both of these rules. Both of these rules. There's no wrong answer. Yeah. Here. The thing is, I can't. I don't think I can judge it on that question because I think they've both proven they're the best of the 16 we had mad scientists. So now I just have to rack my brain about what else can I weigh them against each other? With. But I, again, the way bracket works is we're determining an absolute hierarchy of all things. When someone asks us what the best mad scientist is, we can't say the second place entry. Um. Oh shit. Yeah. Then you got to say Rick. Yeah, I mean, you can change your vote. Jeff. Yeah, I'll change my vote. <laughs> there it is. Wow. <laughs> I, I'm a princess bubblegum vote. Okay. Wow. Okay. What the fuck just happened? All right. <laughs> Wait. I'm. What happened? What just? I was. I was Jeffy changed his vote. Intimidated by the long-reaching implications. Yeah. <laughs> and I was intimidated to changing my vote. <laughs> you, yeah. On the street, who the best mad scientist is? I'm gonna have to say Rick. I've never been more blindsided by <laughs> the events of a final round. There we go, everybody. The best mad scientist is Rick Sanchez of Rick and Morty. Second place is Princess Bubblegum. Third place is Lex Luthor. Dexter is Dirty Toilet Water. That sounds like the name of an episode. Sure, sure. Yeah, (laughs) Dexter is Dirty Toilet Water. Uh yeah, so that happened. Uh, that happened. Or like, or like Dee Dee toilet water. Nice, oh, nice, nice. Oh, nice. uh, no. no, bad. Thank you for coming back on. Uh, oh, anytime. Yeah, and uh, you got stuff. Let's hear it. Yeah, I got stuff. Um, I got a book coming out. It's called Bart Kira Nuclear Edition. It's a selection of some of the best pages from the ongoing Bart Kira project, which is some insane endeavor to uh, remake every panel of Katsuhiro Otomo's manga. Uh, Akira, but with Simpsons characters in Neo Springfield, and we've got hundreds of artists working on it, and uh, it's it's pretty nuts. And we're like doing this like international art gallery tour for some reason, How and much? we're we've been raising a lot of money to uh, for um, uh, uh, Otomo's home prefecture in uh, Japan, which uh, got a lot of damage from the 2011 reactor deal. Um, and, uh, that's been really cool, uh, raising money for that. And I'm really proud of it. And my name's right on the book. Yes. Uh, so you can go to, uh, my, uh, co-editor's, uh, webpage, uh, jamesharvey.bigcartel.com and, uh, order a book. Um, it's, uh, all, all proceeds go to good places. So that's fun. You could also check out, uh, my comic book review blog, uh, comicroulette.com that, uh, most, if not all of bracket is going to write for at some point. <laughs> John is shaking his head now. I write for it regularly. Jesse's writing for it I now. Will be. Colin has a review coming up. Yeah. Yeah. And that's fun. The premise is that I have a database of every comic that's legally available right now. And I uh, randomly select from it. And uh, writers get assigned a comic they don't know what it's going to be. It could be literally anything. And uh, they have a week to read it and review it and put it on the site. And it's been real fun for like a year now. Yeah. Had a good time with that. Mm hmm. Uh, 
So thank you again. Please. Um, next time you need a guy, I'm going to be your guy. Next and, time we destroy a, an episode. Right. Next time I <laughs> forget to record your dialogue. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, as always, you can find us at BracketPodcast.com on Twitter, Tumblr, yeah, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram as BracketCast. If you like, you can subscribe to us on iTunes or whatever podcast client you do use. Just search for Bracket. Hello, dear and sweet friends. I'm back. I didn't ruin this episode for the most part. I mean, not in any way that I usually don't. Um, And I'm here to read you the Patreon update, because that's what I do at this point in the show. Of course, as always, Bracket is brought to you with the dear contributions of Nick Driver, Andrew Kennedy, Jeff Criswell, Brandon, Keiko, Gabriel Silva, Will Kosleka, Eden Porter, Tom Nemsek, Zeppawarf, Michael Zavala, Lindsay, Anarchy Marie, Kayla Smith, GX Barnett, Steve Polantarudi, and of course, Kobats. So thank you guys so much. Um, I'm sure everybody's been seeing the shirts that we've finally got going. We have more shirt designs in the pipeline right now. Um, we have prints, including a Best Way to Die print that I'm really happy with. Uh, that I made, and, I'm very, and a Drunk Uncle vs. Goth Cousins print. Uh, you'll be able to get those 10 bucks each or 2 for 15 They look really good. We have them hung up in the studio. Um, and if you want, we'll draw all over them. We'll distress them. We'll draw on the back. We'll autograph them. Whatever you want. Um, people who ordered the Don't Tread on Me anime shirt, uh, those will be coming out this week. We are going to do a second print run of those because they sold out in two days. Um, Very exciting stuff. So I'm going to let everyone get back to the show. I love you. Good night and good luck. Wait, shit. That's already taken. Um, Peace out, horse dog maniac. And uh, somebody told me we had a phone number. Ooh, I told you we had the phone number. Uh, I got to hear more of this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I, I like the telephone. Who told you we had the phone number? Uh, I'm Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have a phone number. It's uh, 323-676-5265. It's 323-so-jank. Oh-so-jank. Oh-so-jank. That's what it is. Oh-oh-so-jank. Who is the phone number? Are you the guy from home movies who hangs out with McGurk sometimes? <laughs> oh, you got a phone number. <laughs> Well, well, maybe we should listen to a message or two. Uh, that sounds like a good idea. Please leave a message after the tone. When you are finished, you may hang up or press 1 for special options. Hey, it's the Queen of Anime. Listen, I was very disappointed with the performance of Sora in last week's episode. I thought we agreed that in exchange for the entirety of a best buy anime of that I provide to you, all the anime entries would win. I respect the brackets, so I'm looking forward to next week when the protagonist of Aunt Katara Uchikoshi's punchline dominate the bracket for best fan service. Don't fuck up again, guys. I promise I can make those DVDs just disappear and break into two of many parts 
mouth into your eyes and turn the flesh. So don't disappoint me, okay? Bye-bye. Doing a professional radio show on the internet.